advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Oh yeah, stuff's good. Black dirt. What is it? Black dirt. Never K- had it. Kaylee and Mike sent it. You had it before. Did I? Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of our open bottles. Yeah, mm. I saw that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a oh, portable K- extra heavy clamp. pancake titties. So I can taste it. Yep. Yeah. Pancake German fire stack titties. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, he's cool. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> 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 So we have a new whiskey for the wall uh, today. I was waiting for a wall of some sort. It was sent to us by Matthew D. Adams. It was handed to us. He came in here and handed oh, that did to he really? me. Yeah. You know what the D stands for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Delivery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> shows on fire. Shows on fire. That's two yeah. bell rings. It's in not the delivery. It's a minute and 45 That's seconds. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, it is Eastern Kyle Distillery. Michigan straight bourbon whiskey. Um, uh, that's kind of confusing. Mm. Why is that? Because D- it says distilled mm. plus the plus sign. Oh. Hand bottled, mm. but hand bottled has a hyphen. So it looks like it's distilled plus hand minus bottled. <laughs> Maybe that's what it's meant to be. Equals by Eastern Kyle, yeah. Grand Rapids, Michigan. Now going into well, the, this whiskey, the, the distillery is actually a, a, they're an algebra uh, teaching apparently bunch. Apparently, so, teach algebra. Yeah, yeah this is for yeah. all the homeschooling yeah. parents. Apparently, yeah, so, trying to figure that one out, yeah. parents. That's, that's common <laughs> that's fucking, core whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I was noticing? We were talking about the clarity of like the higher end whiskey. That one's mm-hmm. clear. That one. It that one's got clear. a very clear. It is very clear. tone to it. Yeah. But it's it's it also that. the the really high. They're clear, but there's like this weird richness. Yes. To them. Yeah. But this one I will smells strange out of the bottle. Like it smells. You know, sometimes it smells like, like an unfinished southern whiskey. It's a little vitamin smell to it, or something weird. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's the. Um, that's kind of the moonshiny to it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's that's not a. Southern, it's not an aged yeah. whiskey. Right. And I will say. How many years? I've two years. Yeah, that's that smell you get. I've never had a good experience in Grand Rapids, Michigan. No. Well, this this might count. This might, this might reflect that. No, it's not like I'm not saying that like Grand Rapids is a shithole and I've had really bad experiences. Just like I've probably been to Grand Rapids six times and each time I've just been like, I'm kind of glad to leave Grand Rapids. Like that was, mm, yeah, it was just like. Long days of ugh, like, mm. so was it very industrial in Grand Rapids? Is it very? What's it like in it's Grand Michigan, Rapids? So it's Michigan, yeah. 
now it's just, probably industrial, but everything's shut down. Yeah. But so anyway, we'll see if this redeems right. Grand Rapids or if it keeps Or is it just another same. one? Just, just another, another Grand Rapids. First leave. Yeah. That was way more than a swig. Yeah. It's good. It's smooth. And it's not that strange. Whatever the scent is, that is on the back it's end hot. of it. It's hot. It's hot. The, it's hot. It is hot. Over the whole tongue. Exactly. I poured a lot. All the way that from the back to the front. And then I, I'm I, getting, I'm getting I took like a, a double gold. Tequila gulp. aftertaste. That's the, that's the aging. That's it's, the it's aging. Just not, yeah. It's not uh, refined. It, t- it tastes like yeah. a Southern whiskey. Yeah. When I, w- I would expect it geographically to taste more like a Canadian whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, because it's north. Right. It's not bad. Yeah. It's hot. It's it a is hot warm. whiskey. I'm still worried about the quantity in which I just drank. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I had to like double gulp that. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that I heard good. the pour. I heard, I yeah. heard a good sound double pour gulp over it. there. That gulp gives me that nose burn. Oh, like you had to flare. swallow and then keep Yeah, going. I had to like swallow, swallow. <laughs> like I could have like, only took one drink and just like had a little bit left, but I I'll had say, to double. I'll say that about <laughs> this. I think this whiskey would be really nice on the rocks. I feel like the rocks Maybe. would mellow. It's not it bad. Out. No, it's not bad, but yeah. I feel like I feel like having it. I would serve this on ice, and I'd probably be a lot happier than drinking it straight. I mean, I don't want to go to Michigan after drinking that. You know what I mean? Right. I, I don't. Really spicy care. browns there. But at least yeah. it wasn't like Flint distilled whiskey. <laughs> yeah. a, we should make a Michigan whiskey. <laughs> well, no, that'd be spicy good. Brown. That'd be like you drink that and be like your cousin giving you a blowjob. Right, but then you also awkward, water. awkward, yeah. but good. We already have a title. Yeah, cousin blowjob whiskey. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but that much water wouldn't even made fuck with you distilled up, poison water. Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it's distilled poison water, oh, you know, and concentrate. You just know, like that's kind of cool. You know, it came from poisoned water, but right. you distilled it. That's true. So it's good. Like you can that's drink true. it. It's drinkable. Right. That's dangerous. You're living on the edge. That's right. It's yeah. Like eating a puffer fish. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, I was thinking about puffer fish. <laughs> I was trying to get the analogy, and you just spit it straight out <laughs> right. to the point. Yeah. So we got some business to tend to. Yeah. Business. Um, we want to give this week's beloved hot sack brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. Does that ever get old for you? Never gets old. Never gets old. No. Fuck no. Doesn't get old eating it. Um, That's for sure. But it was to Forrest Wright. Mm-hmm. The um, third. The third. Yeah. Oh, the third. The third. That's that's a difference. Yeah. Mm. His dad never won, and his grandfather no. never won. This is the first win of their generation. Do you know if Forrest Wright... If Forrest Wright has a fucking son, it better goddamn be the fourth. Have you met a fourth? I have not. No, I've never met no. a fourth. Is there another word like... The, the fourth will junior? be with him, though, if he... Like there's junior. <laughs> <laughs> well, junior is the second. Yeah, yeah I know, junior. but does the third have something cool? No. Yeah. No, it's just the, the third. third. That's cool yeah. as fuck. It's That's pretty cool. Junior. Yeah, junior's garbage. Yeah, junior's garbage. The junior's only time you bullshit. hear the fourth is like the fifth, like kings. Right. Like you either, yeah, junior, you're either the son of somebody or a Mexican, one or the other. Yeah. I think a lot of thirds get their balls busted a lot for being the third. So then they don't go through with it. If I was the third, I would be like committed. Yeah. James Carlisle, the third, too. You don't hear like a Brad Taylor, the third. Like that's like fucking very boring. Totally work. Like, like, no. Like yeah. James Constantine the third, no, like it'd be like a better. weird. Yeah, Van Tassel works because it's like yeah, Van, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Brent yeah. Mikhail Van Tassel the fifteenth. Right. That would be yeah. fuzzy. Tried to make my brother Will be William Oscar Moten the second, and my mom just like fucking shut it down. Why? I don't know. Being a bitch. 
He's like, you are not giving him the same name as you. He's going to be his own individual. So now, so he never was the his same. Still will. That, that could have, actually could have some kind of profound effect. He on still someone. had the, and then he, so. I think because he felt robbed, he named his first son, um, like his, his name, name. Is yeah, not the full name. But I was like, I'm not calling him. They forgot his nephew's name. Well, it was William Connor Moten. And I'm like, I'm not calling him William. Like, right. you're a fucking egotistical. Yeah. And it was like, I'm just, I'm like, the day in the hospital when he Called told me Connor. that, I was like, I'm calling him Connor. Right. And yeah. like, for his entire life from that moment on, everyone called him Connor because they're like, fuck off, Will. That's and let's be, be honest, too. Connor's a better name. Much than Will. better. Yeah. Much better. I mean, Billiam. Billiam. Now, if he didn't name him Billiam, that's true. That right gone there. For the only yeah. name better than Billiam is Jimothy. Yeah, Jimothy. Jimothy's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh he he made uh what about John Drew? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. Forrest Wright the third went to El Yucateco's YouTube channel, which yeah. if you didn't know, now you know Nigga. Sucka. <laughs> I can't quit combining names in my head for possibilities. If you haven't quit on John Drew. If you don't know, now you know. They have a YouTube channel, so go watch it. He made the meatloaf off of their YouTube channel using El Yucateco, and he said it was delicious. Yes. So, um, go like and subscribe their YouTube channel. Yes. Um, did they did they do a video of their grilled Bloody Mary? I don't know if they did a drink video. I saw I a lot of barbecue. We should probably we we, we we really should like actually like make an effort to do a cooking video just for you Yeah, I mean we, to put on their to put on their yeah. channel. We like yeah. really should make an effort to do yeah. that. You don't have to do it at your house, Brad. Your That's why it's fancier. Not really. Yeah, you got yeah. the fancy. Kitchen. I could. Yeah, we could set up. Yeah, yeah. Because I have a nice glass. Yeah, yeah. What is it called? What's that? We got permission at Printer Cheap to use the fucking crazy kitchen set. I mean, my shit. Did you go see that? No, you didn't I go over there. Over there. Yeah. There's no, a complete yes. There's hey, a complete can we all kitchen. wear? Can it we, looks like a hey, cooking show. Can nice. we all wear Paula Dini beanies or like uh, wigs? Paula Dini beanies. <laughs> Paula Dini wigs. <laughs> I don't know. We have Paula Dini beanies. I think we should. Necessary. I think we should just show up and rock it like normal. Yeah. Yeah. I I used to want to do it when we bring like a homeless person and have them help us cook, but. No, now I'm and then eat disease. in front of them, like where they ha- they watch us eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that don't get to have any. They don't get to yeah. have any. They get to <laughs> make it. That would be fucking. Uh, you know, we could I do? would do it if we did that. We could make a quarantine booth over there, and and the homeless person comes on the show, but they have to be in that weird glass booth over there. A, cor- a quarantine, yeah. booth? A quarantine, quarantine, booth. Yeah. Yeah. with a backwards K. Goddamn quarantines, quarantine. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's so. Funny. Also, other shout out that we want to do. We want to thank our uh, loving patrons. Um, if you like the show, if you've been a listener, um, better yet, like on blind faith, this might be the first time you've ever heard the show. Um, because, well, they're already mad because, because you're a huge, topic you're yet. a huge rolled doll fan and you're like mm-hmm. this, you know, cause come on, how many podcasts are you getting out there? How many podcasts are in the pod verse on rolled doll? Not very many. I don't think there are very many probably. I don't think so. His yeah, wife though it said up. it like. Rolled like she had this Ra-ald. tiny little like yeah. I mean, don't oh, try. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not, it, yeah, you it's can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she would say like rolled like she just right. emphasized the little, the little pause. I love the pretzels. Yeah. She yeah, emphasis on the gold. syllable. Yeah, those are rolled pretzels. pretzels. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Patron. This might be your first episode. Oh, this might be your first yeah. episode. Well, like I said, they're already mad giving us yeah. a bad review because it's it's. 10 well, no, I don't think they are mad. I think they're enraptured hearing our uh, dulcet voices and our witty banter, and yeah. they already want to give us money on Patreon. And we had them. We had episode. them at Jimothy and John. Yeah, exactly. Drew. We had them John five Drew, minutes. Jimothy in. and John Drew. Yeah. Five minutes <laughs> and, in. and John. Billiam. Most people never heard Billiam either. That's. <laughs> 
So, yeah. but if you want to, you go to Sofa King or you go to patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast and you can give us a little as a dollar. You get our bonus episodes. Uh, we, I really want to uh, thank listeners. Our patrons gave us a lot of love uh, for the Y2K episode. Apparently they really, I mean, we spent a lot of time doing the research on that one, like more than we ever do on a regular bonus episode. And yes. we were, and it was an extra one for the week. So we were glad to get the love that we got for it. But if you want bonus episodes, you can always, uh, uh, for a dollar and then, uh, as you go up, there's different tiers, go to the website, look it up. So Chris, uh, Lovell, L O V E L L. It's like a, it's a Lovell. shovel that's shaped like a yeah. heart. It's a oh, level. It's a level. It's a level. Yeah. 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 So when you bury your pets, or it's a I could use I could use one of those yeah. last week for the chicken. chicken, or it's yeah. a wonky level, like it's just never right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Fucking level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The bubble's always off, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Um, we have Taylor Stouffer. <laughs> I love those lasagnas. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I miss Stouffer's lasagnas. Yeah, they used to be like a whole my, spread of Stouffer's, and now it's just like the lasagnas. Yeah. No, it's my wife was like, we went to the store last night and she's like looking at lasagna noodles and she's like, I should make a homemade lasagna. And I was like, can you make it better than Stouffer's? Right. She's like, I don't know. I was like, let's just buy a Stouffer's. Right, exactly. I was like, why? We could buy a Stouffer's or $10. It's huge. You're going to spend $50 making a lasagna. And work your ass off. And you're work your ass off. Even if it's as good, like, if it's like within five percent, I mean, it's gonna be. It's probably gonna be good. Like, so it'll probably be right. more cheese, better cheese. You sure, know what I mean? Use sure. better ricotta. Like know, more. That stuff was designed. Stuff was good. The fucking Olive Garden. I remember I went to Olive Garden, and I always get like the raviolis or something. Like, I never get like lasagna. Mm-hmm. I got a lasagna. Paid fourteen ninety five for that motherfucker. And it was a fucking Stouffer's lasagna. So you remember it's I drove fucking past fucking exactly right, the fucking. You remember same. I drove past the restaurant. And I saw them unloading yeah. the fucking hall into the restaurant. Yeah, I don't want to name them because of my friends. In the yeah, yeah. But I saw Stouffer lasagna and it's an Italian restaurant. I was like, you motherfuckers. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, no, but they're, same they're argument. Good. They were yeah. probably like, they're like, should we make I it? Have, why? Like, I have. Why? We can't make it better. I have had like legit lasagna. And it's obviously you can't beat it. No. You know what I mean? Like you've had, you know, if you go up to Rosa's and get yeah, Rosa, on, yeah, yeah, places oh, like oh, that, like Joseph's, which is closed now, yeah. super sad, never yeah. can have it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you, you, legit lasagna, like made by an Italian person. Joseph's turned into some soul good. food place. I'm curious. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. You might have like something, like something soul food by chef, whatever. Like oh, his name's as big oh, as the fucking restaurant. Oh, signs yeah. every bottle, like Sweet Baby Ray's. Yeah. Might be good. You might be closer to Sorella's, which is the same family line. Sorella's? Sorella's. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm close to Sorella's. I've had Sorella's too. It's the same. Sorella's is good. Same family. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Rosa. I think oh, that's Rosa's why their calzones the are good. They got the Joseph was <laughs> either Rosa's yeah. brother. And oh, no then, shit. And then Sorella is one of the daughters. I oh, fuck. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. All in the family. Their food's all close. That's why, I, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's all They're similar. similar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, then we have, I love this one, Francis Urusha the second. Oh. Say that one more time. I can't That's say it, let alone make fun junior. of it. Francis, Francis Urusha Jr. Francis, the middle name is U-R-R-U-T-I-A. Yeah. And Yerusha. good call yeah. going for the second instead of junior, because junior yes. downgrades the position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Junior, you're, you're inferior yeah. to yes. senior. Yes. You go with the second, fuck off the first. Yeah. Like, so Francis Urushia the second. Yeah. Much love. Francis Urethra. Yep. You knew yeah, that was coming. the second. I mean, that's your own fault for having <laughs> a, a name that sounds like Urethra, but still the yeah. second. Yeah. Every time they sign up for anything, they were worried about that. Yeah. 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 Well, worry well. Deserved. Doctor's office. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And then um, someone else who's worried about going to the doctor's office is Nathan Small. Uh, <laughs> that does uh, suck. I mean, you know, just like the name, how many jokes? Just the name Nathan in itself. Like, you know, you're Let's put it short. Into it. Let's put it yeah. into it because he's got a huge cock. Oh, it does. Huge he? cock. Yeah. 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 We, went he owns, we went camping one time. Yeah, he owns a lot of them. A lot of chickens yeah. in the brand. Yeah. Yeah. But his dick, though, is tiny. Yeah. Yeah. When you have chickens, you have to have big cock. That's yeah, yeah is that to. the law? If, you, yeah. if you're not gonna have a rooster because they make noise, yeah. So you fuck to. your chickens. Yeah, <laughs> is that what you're saying? That's how it died. No, the fertilizing no. the eggs. I gotta quit going with that. That's how it died. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta quit rolling with that shit. And then we have what? Terry <laughs> fucking chickens. Terry yeah. Harvey. Terry, that's Steve Harvey's page. cousin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's white though. Yeah, never really made it. Yeah. He's yeah. actually he's alopecia. Yeah, he's black, but he's family. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he tries to grow that Steve Harvey, that fantastic Steve Harvey mustache. Yeah. Steve Harvey's a funny guy. He is funny. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. All of his like Christian stuff gets to me. Yeah. I haven't noticed that. Really? I've oh, never heard yeah. that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm not on the show, though, right? No. No, no, no. But, like, just watching him get interviewed, he's like, if you haven't found God, you're uh, stupid. Like, annoying. all this. It's like, yeah. It's very yeah. Annoying. Fuck you, Steve Harvey. <laughs> and, and his cousin. What's his name? Nathan? So I might not like you, Steve Harvey, Jill. but I do like your perfect mustache. Mm-hmm. Unless your perfect mustache is the place where your religious. Why are we talking about? What's from. this guy's name? This Jimmy? is uh, Jimmy Hoffa. This is Terry Harvey. Terry Harvey. Yeah. 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 Yep. You're better, Terry. Be better than be better. Steve. Be better than be your better. bullshit cousin. Yeah. Yeah. I must have had too much yeah. whiskey because somewhere like from Big Chicken Cock, Jason Small, or whatever the fuck his name was. What was his name? Nathan. Nathan Small. Small. Like I don't remember how we got to t- Terry Harvey. I do not know the transition. That was, that was the next. I know, but I don't. Name. I don't remember the transition happening. It's just he was like the next guy. Here is named. <laughs> well, you've Terry had three Harvey. whiskeys and two tequilas. Yeah, I had not two tequilas. That doesn't. Count. I had <laughs> not two. Tequilas. <laughs> I had not two tequilas. <laughs> well, there's two bottles. Not of tequila. one or two or three, and but four. Take that wig off your head. Recordings of you commenting on the flavor why? of yeah. each tequila plus three whiskeys. Yeah. Don't pull out evidence. And why, I mean, we have recordings. And why did you, <laughs> why did you start speaking Australian? No, that was Zorg. Yeah. I was speaking Zorg. Not one or two or three, but four mm. tequilas mm. or stones. If you're doing the actual quote, yeah. So our topic today um, sort of came out of left field. Where did the Where did you come up with the topic? Oh, that was a fan recommendation. I thought we had a fucking list of topics, and then none of the list because because I'll, I'll be honest, we started going through that list, and it's fucking like Jesus they're Christ. all a lot of bonus episodes. It's tough. Like there's every for whatever reason, the next seven topics on that list are like the documentaries are in another language. Like uh, it's got slim pickings after right. 500 episodes where it's like Jesus Christ. So it's like trying to, to find like, a new cryptid to talk about. Right. Yeah. And the sad it's thing like, is that was the yeah. list that I called all the bad shit out of. Mm. So like all the bad it's stuff probably is doable, gone. but we're going to have to get ahead of it. Yeah. Like it's going to be like, we need to pick it tomorrow. Mm. Like we always don't. Right. Mm. And then that way we can find enough like written information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To well, we had it a week, a week ahead of time. We just don't have to look at it a week ahead of time. We had it mapped out till November. Yeah, actually. Yeah, now we're halfway through that and haven't used any of them. We used it the first time. The first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah But yeah. what are you going to do when something better comes along? I mean, this right. is fucking kind of awesome. Yeah, this is like pretty fucking awesome. Fucking ace fighter have, pilot, fucking spy yeah, author. Yeah. So eh. Roald Dahl, if you don't know who he is, he is the, uh, I mean, he's most famous for being the author of children's books. Right. Of uh, James and the Giant Peach, uh, Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, BFG. Um, which he wrote later in mm-hmm. life. And I think Liam Neeson plays BFG. I don't know. Or something like the movie came out not that long ago. Almost everything he's touched has turned into a movie. Yeah. 
Um, but so he's he's known for that, but he's also or he wrote the screenplay. Yeah, and it was it was written yeah. to be a movie, and not necessarily a book because he got mad about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, he did. didn't want shit getting converted right. into. into yeah, I mean, I don't think anything else got turned into a movie until after he. I, died. I think he wrote when it was a screenplay that he was writing. Then it's like, well, fine, I'm writing the screenplay. Right. It will be what I wrote. Because like, the, 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 the Jelly Bean guys doing the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory yeah. shit now. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool, that. actually. It is kind of cool. I yeah, wonder how it's going to all work out, though. I don't know. Like what? What type of factory do you get? Like, is it like a Chinese yeah, fucking Chinese sweat factory shop where they have nets on the windows yeah. so the people can't kill themselves? <laughs> so the like, can't yeah. yeah, they're just Chinese yeah. people painted blue, right? Oh, so, man. Um, but yeah, he's a war hero. He's a spy. All this stuff that goes into his background. He he's just a really interesting guy. And the whole time I was like doing the research and and thinking about all this fucking shit that he did, I just kept thinking that like at his heart like he's i was just like this guy's brad like just like some they would just be like oh we need you to you're gonna join the infantry and round up germans you're like got it not a problem okay now you're gonna fly airplanes that's cool okay we want you to go to washington and be a diplomat yeah i can do that okay (laughs) and then a friend of yours hey can you write an article for the saturday night saturday evening post sure i can do that like do you want to paint something yeah i'll paint something like just it was just like fucking everything and none of it was something he he trained in or specialized in maybe that's why i'm not as impressed it was just all these people were just like do this do this do this and every single time he said yes and fucking was good at it yes man yeah Yeah. um but some i mean to me one of the most impressive things is and i think we should start with this is that he has several words that are now in the oxford english dictionary and are canon in the english language that he made up um so they include the they include golden ticket it's not making up a word it's like a like a, a phrase, it's like a, what but the, something the means, meaning though, that the we meaning. have. Like if someone says, "I got a golden yeah. ticket," oh right, like the you think of tr- yeah, that's his. Yeah. That I don't was. think it's creating a word. That's like I don't know. That's not. It's a phrase. A the yeah. other ones are words. That one's not a word. Those are two words you put together that that like symbolize. But something. when you define it, when you redefine it in a way that it wasn't mm-hmm. used before, and that's now in the language. I think that's worthy of I guess mentioning because I, I they know. they cite him for gremlin even though the term gremlin existed for 20 years before he wrote it because of pilots yeah. but he was the one like it wouldn't he have been a known yeah. thing in culture if it wasn't for him but oompa loompa is That's in the fair I, t- I accept that yeah um scrum dillyumptious yep. and scrumptious are both in yeah. are both wow. in there yeah fright I didn't know those were real words yeah. that's like scrumptious was a word Scrumptious, yeah, scrumptious. No, that's not his. Yeah. yeah, it is. No, scrumptions or something is his. Scrumption? Not scrumptious. Scrumptious was a word. He got scrumptious. Scrumptions. So scrumptions. Scrumptions. Okay. Yeah, scrumptious. What was the hell a word are scrumptions? And then splendiferous. Splendiferous. What and the fuck is that? Which frightsome. 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 Mm-hmm. He like was scary. Frightsome. Yeah, frightsome. Yeah, that's, that doesn't seem right. But here's ones that didn't make it into the OED, and I made a list of them. Because I think you're going to see very soon where these terms are going. Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought of another name, Jonald. That one's not been used. Yeah, Jonald works. So, and these are yeah, all it, legit it has to be words. different than John Drew, though. These That's are words <laughs> that, and you can look it up. I'm not making these terms up. Okay. These are terms. I even have a link in the show notes to an article of 50 words that he made up um, in his books. One of them is fluck gungled. I like it. Oh, I've been fluck gungled before. <laughs> yeah. That shit. I get angry. Crod squinkled. 
Fizzwiggler. I feel like I could do this. There's a formula to this. It's too late. He's done. We it, do do this. Yeah, this yeah. is what we're doing. Right. We, just yeah, did we it. do this. Yeah. We do yeah, it on the show. A real Fizzwiggler. Yeah. yeah. You know how many? You know how many babies are going to be named John Drew now? Yeah. After this. <laughs> and then what was the other? What did you come up with, John? What was uh, that? Johnald. Johnald. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. William. I mean, those are all. These are all solid. Plussy. <laughs> Pussy. 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 Followed up He by, just didn't want to say pussy. Followed yeah. up by Lick Swishy oh, and wow. Natterbox. Oh, I, I'm going to Lick Swishy your pussy. I'm going to Lick Swishy your Natterbox. <laughs> um, Those are all innuendos for sure. Scrody. That's yeah. Scrotum. Scrody. That's somebody's, that's somebody's shit Shootle? kid. Yeah. Yeah. When you're done playing with yeah. your Scrody, you have a little shoot. Any, I anybody, farted, I might have shoot. Anybody named well, Scrody, <laughs> Scrody's like Sean and Cody mixed. You That's know? true. Scrody. That's their couple yeah. name. Yeah. If you're worried about out. your fart, might be a shootle, and you're getting yeah. it on your Scrody. <laughs> Scrody. Yeah. Um. You ever had an air bubble under your Scrody? What was the box? Natter box. The. Full. Telly Telly Bunkum Box. That's no, a that was a different one. No, what the, was nat- the first box? Natter Box. Natter Box. Natter Box is a pussy That's for a good, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think the Telly Telly yeah. Bunkum Box is? Yeah. That's an Australian pussy. Yeah. That's, <laughs> the Telly Telly Bunkum Box is an Australian pussy. That's exactly it's right. It's upside down. This is fucking... Nobody's ever heard this shit before. <laughs> Australians have never heard this before. It's going to become a thing because yeah, yeah, yeah. This, that word should be ours now. Yeah. We take that. Telly That's Telly Bunkum Box. Yeah. yeah, it was telly, never anything until we made it popular. Yeah. Exactly. We get the we got the word now. Um then uh when your jeans grow, you're re-enscorched. Re-enscorched. Um, There's a lot of sexual undertones. Yeah, in there. Fuck yeah, there are. It's All like the way back to the, in, fizz, the fizz wiggler. Engorged and yeah, scorched the fizz and made in scorched. Yeah, and scorched. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see sex yeah. with fizz wiggler earlier on in the list. Yeah, fizz wigglers. Or fluck yeah. gungled. Yeah. I mean natterbox, <laughs> fucking all these like and then uh whiffsy. Yeah, let me get a whiffsy. That's what your this sounds like. How my, like. This, yeah. sounds, this sounds like how my grandpa used to talk. Exactly. Like, fucking, he used to add fucking weird shit on the end of words. Let me get a whiffsy of that natter yeah. box. And then wonking. Wonking. Yeah. Well, you know what that is. They walked in and I was wonking. That's yeah. Yeah. so embarrassing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was wonking. I had to pull my uh, fizz wiggler out of her lick swishy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's well, no, the lick swishy's her mouth. Oh, is That's, it? Yeah, the okay. lick swishies are mouth. That's yeah, so you swishy. had to pull the fizz wiggler out of the telly telly bunkum box. Yeah, or yeah. the natter box. When you or finish, the, natter, when the natter boxes are ass. Yeah, the natter, the natter box. box is the ass. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, he was tongue punching the natter box. Yeah, and he had to pull his fizz wiggler out of the fucking telly telly bunkum box. And wonk it on her yeah, back. <laughs> Man, I'm, we're not making it up. No. Like those you are can't lo- make this shit up. Yeah. Those are locked in. Yeah, fuck seven degrees. That's yeah. one degree yeah. from the real thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, if you're somewhere doing a radio show that the FCC will like ban what you're saying, yeah. free reign. Yeah. Just look up Roll Doll words. Yeah. You can make the dirtiest story fuck, you ever want to make. I'm going to speaking in Roll Doll. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. That's so. funny. You're gonna make Before, a t-shirt company that's just in Willy Wonka font and it's yeah, all those words. Just those yeah. words. That would be good, yeah. Done. So his childhood. I never read explicitly that they were wealthy, but they had to have been wealthy. It sounds like boarding school, but I don't know, like dad died. No, but they went died, to, like but even I like hear about one, grandma and grandpa. One though. article I read, it was like dad died, and he said that like 
his estate would go to his wife so that the kids could stay in England to go to the best boarding schools in the world. And it's like at one point during the war, he gets this crazy promotion because he meets this super high end dude at his club. And it's like, they had to have money. Like I didn't see anything explicitly, but, but they had to have been moneyed. They were, uh, his parents were Norwegian. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you find more. (laughs) slop groggled oh you got slop groggled dude that is not good you need you need a wet towel and i think a dry that's towel. when you nut in her mouth she's yeah. slop groggled yeah yeah um, ends up on the chin yeah um so, oh no that's a gizzard gulper oh that. Gizzard these gulper. are more of his yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i bet i can make these up yeah. the, the real trick is not using one on his list yeah trying, trying to right, still be original. right yeah 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 um so his sister died from appendicitis at age seven, um, and then his dad died of pneumonia a couple of weeks later. So that I'm had just to, fishing in the Arctic. That's what he yeah. gets. Just fucking go to the creek, man. Fishing in the Arctic. Yeah, Jeez. I guess that's the Norwegian in him. He was fishing in the Arctic. That's why he that's got pneumonia. A, yeah. Fuck. Um. So, but it also that detail says a lot about him because growing up, he always wanted to travel, explore, mm-hmm. go to like exotic places all over the world. Like that was part of of his DNA. Which back then, that was no joke. You're gonna get malaria or some yeah. shit. Yep, yep. There weren't even like fucking drugs to protect you. No, uh-uh. you're getting it. Um. So he he died. The father died, and his wife. Uh, Rold's mom was pregnant with the next daughter and again they had a discussion do we move back to Norway where our family is but the will said keep them in England <laughs> what did you find this is fucking retarded it says uh, uh, Gunzel swiped Gunzel swiped shouted the meat dripper what <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is the meat dripper <laughs> I know what the meat dripper is. I know what the meat dripper is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You just got gunzel swiped. You should do that. Next time you have sex with your wife, as soon as your meat dripper's done, just yell, gunzel swiped. Oh, and then then Fluck fluck Gungold screamed the maid maid masher. Yeah. The maid masher? We know what's happening here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking help. Yeah. 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 Pulling the Schwarzenegger. He's perfect. Like, that's the way to... Maid masher. (laughs) Pulling the Schwarzenegger. (laughs) (laughs) He's banging the maid. That's like Uh, great. That's a great way to write, like, fucking Fifty Shades of Grey in, like, 1940. Yeah. It's like no one can bust you for obscenity, you know? Yeah. Um, So he ends up going to a couple of different schools, and some of them are pretty harsh. At age eight, he was part of what he and his friends called the Great Mouse Plot, which was they went to a local candy store that was near the school and they opened up a jar of candies that they sold there called gobstoppers, mm. which he got everlasting gobstoppers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they put a dead mouse in the jar of gobstoppers. Um, I watched a cool documentary eight. where they like animate this as they tell the story. Oh really? Um, and yeah, the Mrs. Pratchett and it's like a, this crazy cool animator, man. Art is such a crazy thing. Like the guy just draws scribbles and shit, but it's clearly like a very stylistic type of, right. Of character. Yeah. And he makes Mrs. Pratchett and shows them putting the mouse in the candy jar and does the whole fucking thing. It's on YouTube. If you type in, um, like documentary about him, it's going to come up right away. Yeah. And great, you'll see the cre- mouse Mrs. Pratchett. Yeah. Um, and I kind of leads into our next topic a little bit, to be honest. It reminded me of a little that. bit. Yeah. 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 Kind of. So, um, the, it led to, um, was this the one that led to him getting beaten? 
Yeah, he got caned for this shit. Yeah, he got caned for doing it, which seems extra fucked up because it wasn't even at school. Yeah, he got caggle swacked. Well, yeah. So yeah. the head the the headmaster caggle swacked him with a yeah. cane, even though it wasn't even at school. Well, yeah. so, I was watching this and documentaries about our next topic, and just like it was a different time. They were talking about well, like your neighbors would whoop your kids' ass, yeah. and you would thank right. them for doing right. so. Yeah, because, because your kid gets out of line. That that's the thing. It takes a village. They you know had I mean? like yeah, they had like a, a belief that basically there was a an urgency to the discipline following the act that it was very important that whoever was around needed to take care of that yeah. shit so that it was directly related to like you put a mouse in a jar you got cane yeah so like if well, it, it's you like did something dog. in the neighbor's house the neighbor had permission to whoop your ass and they'd be like hey i whooped your kid's ass like he did this you know right. yeah like, you, thank right. you very you much you can't punish a dog 10 minutes later True. for what it did true. you know like yeah. it chewed up your pillow and then it went and shit on your rug it you doesn't know that? what's bad well, you know it's true because like you leave and your dog fucking gets no, in the trash true. can spreads it all over the house you walk in the fucking house eight hours later that dog is like low ride fucking walking yeah. in the corner with its <laughs> no, tail no, like oh shit the, yeah. some, of, some dogs <laughs> was so much fun but, else, but I gotta pay so, for this shit yeah. now like I'm in some, trouble some dogs know I would yeah. argue that some yeah, dogs some dogs know for sure yeah just like people the guilty dog is the funniest fucking shit like on YouTube videos when like they did that and they're like who did it? And you like all the dogs are fine. You look over and the other dog has like its paws <laughs> over its fucking eyes, hiding Knowing, under a pillow. Yeah, like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, actually you can never tell though, because my dogs, I know Vincent would be the one who would tear shit up yeah. in the house. And Priscilla would be the one acting all oh fuck that's true like yeah. you know so she's taking like, on his, right she like, was yeah, like she we're in bad. fucking trouble yeah. like and i didn't even get to fucking chew on it yeah you know? true because she's like I, I can't talk i can't right. tell on her <laughs> i can take the fall right. for this right yeah. Yeah. now mine's like that too if we like snap at comet fucking mia's like on the side yeah, of the yeah, couch. Yeah, i'm like i'm yeah. not talking to you calm right. down right yeah i said comet right so he ends up going to a couple of different boarding schools um he's miserable at all of them um, and one can't of imagine things, those would be fun. No, you know, like, and that's one of the things he talks about. They were all abusive. They said in every single one of them, if you were like, you were the servant for the older boys, like they would just force you to do whatever the fuck. That's where he came up with these words. They would all come together yeah. and fucking whoop your ass. The headmaster and the teachers would be whooping your ass. Yeah. So it was like at any given time, you're just getting your ass whooped unless you tried to make everybody happy, which was impossible. Yeah. And when you look at his, his like fiction, like you see all, and you see this a lot in like children's British stories of like these super nasty, evil headmasters that whip children and do all this bad it's cause shit. Because it was real. It's because like, it was fucking real. Yeah. It's always it's a story of rebellion and revenge against the authority, right? Yeah. Because of that narrative, and the kid is outsmarts them, right. or their own greed and shittiness, like you know, undoes them. Yeah, but yeah that's the kind of crazy, like sadistic, like where it's bred into the culture, though. Like because yeah. you got whipped, your fucking right. ass got whipped. You're like, right. I'm gonna whip that kid's ass. My ass got whipped. Yeah, it right. was good for me. Yeah. Right. And he even uh, admits, he said, like, that it was almost unnecessary. But he said, like, not every student can be like me, though. You can't have fucking 40 of me. School wouldn't work. I was kind of a rebel. I was kind of against the grain about shit. And right. he admits that, like, maybe sometimes you needed to be whipped because you, right. well, yeah, you, you can't have it. 40 of me. Yeah. But he also says, all through my school life, I was appalled by the fact that masters and senior boys were allowed literally to wound other boys. And sometimes quite severely, I couldn't get over it. I never have got over it. Yeah. So, and I know they said like corporal punishment, like, uh, like I was, I remember the fucking teacher having a big wood paddle on the fucking wall. And that was like 1984. 
What I, I had, was, we, had I we had one, and a teacher had a paddle, and it was like a cricket bat. That's it had what it looked holes like. Holes drilled in. Yeah, that's what it looked yep. like. No, that's yeah. exactly what it was. I will fuck you yeah. up. I don't know anyone that ever actually no. got whipped. Though. I do. Really? No, I mean, I'm a little bit older. I do. But the thing is, though, I remember. I don't remember what grade it was, but I remember one of the grades, like on the first day of school, you take all this stuff home that your parents have to sign. Yeah, and I remember. And one signature. of them was a slip that if your kid fucks up, do you want us to whoop their ass? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. if not, that's, you know, but well, you, it's, it was, it's it one was of those the can we like, whoop their ass permission slip. And yeah, if you signed it and put it on we, file. We then somehow got this culture yeah. of now, like, that your kid does something wrong. Like, don't you fucking touch my kid. Like, that's, you know, like, fucking whatever. But, like, my my son... The daycare, I told her. I said, if he does something, I'll whoop his ass. Whoop his ass. <laughs> she won't How'd though, they I take bet. it. No, she was like, okay. Like she she's she's black. So yeah, okay. she's yeah, she'll yeah. whoop his ass. Well, she's half. She's like, she's yeah, she's half black. She's like like right. yeah. you, Dave. Yeah, yeah, but she's like, she's she's very like, you know, motherly. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah. she's ready to whoop that ass. Yeah. You know, so That's, he knows it keeps right, her in line. Right. You know? And I think that was the thing. Like I think it was more of a, it was like having the Death Star fly into your system. It yeah. was like the kids who had that permission slip signed knew to never cross a certain line or that shit's coming off the wall. And this teacher's whooping my ass in front of everybody. Yeah. Dude, our fucking you know? principal was, like, was scary too, dude. People in check. Our principal was Mr. McCullough and he looked just like James Earl Jones. And there was a big ass fucking cricket thing on the wall like that. Yeah. And I remember going, oh, fuck, you will fuck you up. And I remember hearing like the threat of it, but I don't recall any of my friends. No, I think it was too late. Whipped. Yeah, it was. Maybe it was just like leftover where it was up on the wall. They couldn't. But I do remember the permission slip you're saying like in kindergarten. And I even I'm know, there were, my mom. There were we only had, a handful of people in the school that that would whoop a kid's ass. And I remember when someone finally went too far, like the other teachers would would write them a slip and tell them to go report to someone like Mr. So-and-so's office. Yeah. And it was another teacher. You knew. But it was yeah. like, if they showed up with that slip, they're getting their ass whooped real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and you know what? You got to like, think like, who is that person? Think about that person. Cause they didn't witness the fucking behavior. They don't know. It's just like their it weird matter. ass fucking Stanford experiment, Nazi job to whoop job. some kid's ass. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like fucking you're the, you're the boss and the other boss or whatever. You know, like there's levels, you know. I know, but and, that kid comes in crying and you're like, sorry, buddy. If Miss yeah. fucking Johnston said right. you did that shit, you're getting well, your ass it's the same thing as firing people. But did they you know go I mean? home like, you and did, they're okay you with the fact they have to beat random children on fucking Yeah, I'm fuck quite yeah. sure they were oh, fine. I'd sleep like a baby. That'd be me. <laughs> For you, I feel <laughs> like yeah. you would, yeah. I'll whoop that kid's ass. Brad would sleep like a whoop baby. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking get their parents in there, whoop their ass. Yep. Just fucking, it'd be a chain. Cricket bat without holes in yeah, it. Yeah, no holes. Yeah. Now the holes are for the aerodynamics. Yeah, you can oh, swing. You yeah, can my swing shit would have a nice. my shit would have a fin on the back. Yeah. Fucking so make that shit quick. <laughs> like the fucking jackass. Hand. I put a, I put a fucking carbon fiber gas cap on it. Gives it ten extra horsepower. Damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> so he grew up to be tall. Uh, he ended up being six foot six. Um, he was good in sports. He did cricket, football. I'm guessing they mean soccer yeah. and golf. Um, he was captain of the squash team. That couldn't be a more British lineup of sports. The fuck mm-hmm. is a he squash did cricket, team. golf, soccer, and squash. Yeah. Yeah. They played crumpets. Yeah. Pretty sure that's a sport. Yeah. Or it's a cookie or something. I'm not squash sure. Squash is like some sort of squash is racket why can't crumpets ball. be a sport. It's like a racket ball. Squash. Yeah. That sounds that's horrible. Yeah. I hovered over it in Wikipedia. 
by accident and like an image of squash came up and it was like this hundred year old green or yellow. It was like this hundred year old building with like a glowing blue cube in the middle. Oh, isn't squash surrounded like by people? Yeah, he it's, said that. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's handball. Handball. Oh, racquetball. Okay. Wait. Oh, it's racquetball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got rackets. But I think they get pretty violent in squash. Yeah, racquetball, they get violent yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. There's, I hit you there's blades on racket. their shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when he was at one of those schools, the yep. Cadbury Chocolate Company would send boxes of new chocolates to that school as a test market to have the boys determine what, what they liked or didn't like about it. And he apparently became obsessed with chocolate as a boy. And he wanted to one day make a new chocolate bar and give it to Mr. Cadbury and have Mr. Cadbury approve of it as a chocolate bar. I watched an interview with him where he tells that story talking about how he like hypothesized like, well, there must be a room of people like you could, there's people like there are grownups in a room and they're just coming up with like candy confections. Like they're just coming up with stuff. There must be like, there has to be that room. Where did this come from? Right. You know, he's like, I don't know that it exists, but there must be. And that's all he could think about is how cool is that, that they could sit around and make up crazy candy concoctions of weird ass chocolates. And I got his back on that one because that was like back in the day when I wanted to be a chef that was really the one of the things that tipped me into wanting to be a because I didn't want to work at a restaurant or own a restaurant. But my mom, when she worked at Kellogg's, she worked at the downtown Kellogg's building um, that wasn't the factory, but was you know the, the yeah. Where, Were you going to be Chef Boy R D? That was going to be your name, hmm. Chef Boy yeah, R D. D in there. Yeah. Um, but her floor of this building, like the nicest building in Battle Creek at the time. Half of it was like customer support. So people who got like a toe in their pop tart and she would have to write them a letter and mm. give them free pop. Do my grandma got a band aid in her tuna and they sent her a free case of tuna. She's oh no, story. they She's would. They, she, no, no, that happened. She opened a can of tuna and there was a dirty band aid in oh, the top of that shit. Yeah. And that's what they to, gave her was like a letter. I remember, of apology I remember, and a, free case of I remember tuna. A, a dude fell into the, uh, to the cat litter grinder into the, the ranch. A dude fell into the ranch. Yeah, the guy fell on the cat litter grinder. They would find random shit all the time. And then they had a file of the people who always submit shit, and they're like, these people are bullshit, and these yeah, people yeah. are real. They still send them she shit. Would, she would bring them, like, she would just bring home the fucking funniest letters That's of funny. just random shit from you. One woman, we'll never forget, one woman said that she had a box of Rice Krispies that tasted funny, and after her kids went and her kids ate them and went outside to play. And when they came inside to eat lunch, both of her children were, quote, simple and puffy looking. <laughs> <laughs> like a Rice Krispie. Yeah. They turn, you are what you eat. Yeah. I've been on a fucking Captain Crunch kick lately, though. Have you? I bought a big old thing. Of, I have a bag of Captain Crunch that I went through. And then I got a double box of Captain Crunch with the Crunch Berries right now. Damn. And then they came out with fucking you. Halloween Crunch. I'm going to tell oh, you, damn. Captain yes. Crunch, the actual material that's made of is what the O's are. O's taste like Captain Crunch. No, they don't. They do. No. You don't know because you haven't had O's before. You're, not old, had You're not old enough to I have, have O's. I have had O's. You've before. never had it. You're not old enough. They're garbage. Not old enough yet. So I don't eat them anymore. Anyway, I would go it's up there. Capping Crunch for the record. To Capping have lunch crunch. with my... You had to get like special permission to go up there because it was right. like research and development and like... Like yeah. there was corporate espionage of other people trying to find out what was happening. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So she would get permission for me to come up there and right next door, there were just like 12 
like full kitchens, just industrial kitchens, and each kitchen belonged to one chef, and their job was just to show up Make in the morning shit. and just cook a bunch of shit out of Kellogg's yeah. products. And that's what they did all day. Yeah. And every so often, one of them was good enough, and it would just get printed on the back of a fucking box of <laughs> It's amazing that somebody gets paid. Or, yeah. And I was just like, that shit. is the like, greatest fucking job. Yeah, and every God time, damn, it's a bitching kitchen. Yeah. And we were like poor as fuck. And you would go in there and the chefs all love my mom. And they'd be like, hey, come over and try this. You know, I tried this. I tried to make these extra special Rice Krispie treats. You could have all of them. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's the best thing ever. <laughs> oh my God. But that was, so I'm with him on that. That yeah. really, that was what I, that was why I wanted to become a chef yeah. is because I wanted to be a corporate chef at some HQ. I mean, like just, I mean, it, it, get rid of all the bullshit. Like get rid of like needing money and fucking all this shit, but just sitting around and creating, like it's something that we like to do. Right. Like sit down and just, and, and think of something from nothing yeah. right. and create it. Like that is right. Fuck. That's where it's at. Like now having the money and all right. that shit, that's the shitty part. You and know, they, like, and even they were like, even that like, is great. You like, know, that is they were like, and the bosses know that for every, you know, for every recipe that's really good, that's usable that you yeah. come up with, you made 20 that didn't blow anybody's socks off. And yeah. it's just like fucking 20 to one. Like cum cakes. Cum yeah. cakes yeah. never Jesus made it to market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I could yeah. just like cook 20, like I just, one a month. I just got to have one good thing a month. Maybe that's where his words that's came from. Like, fantastic. yeah, Natterbox yeah. came from yeah. Cal, like they're <laughs> titty coffee, yeah. cum cakes. Yeah, cum cakes. Yeah. 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 Shit bricks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are just cocoa rice krispies. Yeah. So shit, shit, bricks. Bricks. <laughs> shit bricks. Again, speaking to their wealth, um, his mom, um, even though he wasn't a really good student, his mom, once he graduated, his mom said, so I can get you into and pay completely for you to go to Oxford. Right. And you can just do whatever you can be, whatever you want to be. And he was like, I'll pass. You know, which wow. again speaks of their wealth and connections. He didn't like school. Right. And he said, like, uh, he said, no, thank you. I want to go straight from school to work for a company that will send me to wonderful faraway places like Africa or China. Hmm. That was his response in one of the one of the books that he wrote. So he did some weird backpacking expedition um with some European backpacking group. Was he wearing a Hurley shirt? Probably. Yeah. (laughs) That was me. (laughs) So he went through Europe. He went to Newfoundland. He fucking hiked all over the place. And then he ended up getting a job with shell and he went to, um, Tanzania. Um, and he lived, and I know they kind of do this now. Um, you know, if you go to, different countries and you're a petroleum engineer or whatever, you live on a compound yeah. in a nice house or yeah. whatever. But apparently, right. Yeah. But apparently there were only like two or three people and it was like a fucking palace. Hmm. Like it was the shell house in Tanzania. Huh. And it was like, there were servants and free food and hookers. Just, yeah. You yeah. lived like and a fucking King. And it's weird. He works for shell, but they end up putting him in charge of troops. I think like, he got drafted in Africa though. Of right. Local troops. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But he's not, an African, African citizen. citizen, and he works for Shell. Well, there's a, a private. Well, he company. probably, probably got a British, British Army. Yeah, if it was a British Commonwealth, you all do. Yeah. We fucking That's weird. Say. Yeah, yeah. So he got drafted because he's a handful of the British people who are there. Um, to uh, in 1939, August of 1939, World War II was about to happen, and the Brits were rounding up all the Germans 
who lived in um, the capital city, basically, yeah. to just get them out of there because we don't want them, you know. Um, we, we, the writing's on the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and they didn't have enough troops, so they basically made him a lieutenant, which again, I think speaks of his wealth and station. Yeah. Um, but they were like, you can do it. So he was sort of put in charge of rounding up the Germans and kicking them out of the, I don't know where they sent them. I don't I guess they went back to Germany. Um I didn't really read much on what happened to, to Whoville just yeah. out, out of there. So he was uh, pulled into the King's African rifles. Um, which, got, yeah, it was local, lazy with that name. Yeah, it was local. <laughs> the uh, King's African rifles, local soldiers led by British officers. That's probably a beautiful translation in African, though. like some other language. Yeah. It sounds really good. Probably. Yeah. That just means African rifles. Yeah. That was Swahili. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, man. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That is really good. Yeah. Most people don't know it's all clicks. Yeah. Like when they try to do it, they throw a click in every once in a while to be clever. No, like it's all clicks. No. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Morse code. It's like Morse day. But, yeah. Code. Yeah. Yeah. But black. Yep. Yeah. Um, Morse day was black. I know. Okay. But black. Right. Yeah. I see. So 1939, um, that same year, uh, he joined the Royal Air Force. Um which again might've been him seeing writing on the wall. It's like, this war is coming. They drafted me to fucking lock up Germans. They're going to draft me again. And he's ha- having thoughts of world war one. He's like, if I join the air force mustard gas, <laughs> like I yeah. don't need to fucking worry about that shit. <laughs> so he, he joins the air force. Not the um, safest choice though, either. No. Yeah. But again, if all you have by reference is world war one, you don't know. I'd rather be. You in don't the know air. what's coming. Yeah. They still had like, bi wing planes. Yeah, like you, don't know, that was you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. D Day is yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. So um, he ends up uh, going to Nairobi, and he trains with sixteen other men um, to join the the Royal Air Force, and uh, three of them survived. If that wow. tells you what the what the survival rates were for for fighter pilots, just flying so, those motherfuckers like they're flying yeah. bi wing planes and shit. Yeah, That's he was flying fucking- a De Havilland Tiger Moth, which was a straight up World War One fucking biplane. Tiger That's a moth. cool fucking name though, yeah. Tiger Moth. Yeah, mm, fuck yeah, could be better. Is it? I don't yeah. know. That's kind of fucking cool. Isn't an osprey better than a tiger moth? An osprey. Uh, I think tiger moth. Like a sleeker, faster falcon. A falcon. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking birds are better. I think I'd, tiger. I'd go with a yeah. raptor before I go. Well, with I mean, a moth. tiger hawk. Like that'd be cool. Tiger hawk. Yeah. Yeah. What about a cheese phoenix? Oh, that's yeah. man. You I make like nachos in it. I like <laughs> re- reborn yeah. nachos. It's just, it's just yeah. a moth thing. Yeah. Like you throw anything in front of moth, it's still a fucking moth. It could be a Mike Tyson moth. It's still a moth. Yeah. You know, moth man. Nah, you put moth in front. It's a whole yeah. You deal. put moth in front. It's a if you have moth Mike Tyson. Yeah. I'm fucking not sleeping tonight. Yeah, Mo- <laughs> yeah, moth Tyson. Moth, moth Tyson's. That's how he says it anyway. Moth Tyson. That's moth true. Tyson. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but if it's what's a your Mike name? T- My name is Moth Tyson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's some scary shit. Yeah, Moth yeah. Tyson's fucking no joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that changes everything. It's, yeah, you know, even switch. The, if it was a tiger moth. That's kind of weak. Yeah. If it was a moth tiger, you're like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like something that's not scary, like a rat. Rat's not that scary. Moth rat. Ooh, what the yeah, fuck that, is that? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. a tiger Fly? moth, I just think of a moth that has like stripes on it. 
Yeah. But if it's a moth tiger, I'm now picturing like moth eyes on a tiger. Yeah. And it, and it flies, can fly. And, it and can that's swoop you up. terrifying. Yeah. Think yeah. about a moth mantis. That's yeah. Oh, cool. goddamn. That's <laughs> yeah. better than a moth man. Yeah. 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 What about moth foot? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a little goofy, but yeah. you know, you know. Anyway, I think I dated a girl with moth foot. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> they have a powder that cleans that up. Yeah. That was yeah. the problem. It's a fun it just guy. powdered all over the place. Yeah, it's a fun guy. <laughs> Where she walked. Yeah. <laughs> Some moth foot powder. Yeah. Um, There's more. So he a lot more. Yeah. So he uh, spends six months training um, to fly this particular plane, and uh, the he ends up. Um, wait, he switched planes. Mm. He went to a Hawker Hart. That I don't remember. I think the Hawker Hart might have been the better one. I'd have to imagine that's an upgrade from the fucking bi-wing plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, he gets assigned to the number 80 squadron in the Royal Air Force. Um, oh, he just trains on these two planes. Then he flies the Gloucester Gladiator, which was the biplane. So he's not training on biplanes. He's training on better planes. And then as soon as he joins the Air Force, they're like, here's your plane. And it's a World War I biplane. Um, but again, you have to imagine, just like most of the world, they weren't expecting what Hitler was churning out. Yeah. Like they probably jets. thought the biplane was fine. You know, Dude, the biplane <laughs> had some shit where like the guns had to shoot through the prop Yep, and it fucking oh, yeah. timed it. Yep. So the bullets could make it to the prop. How are you going to come up with some yeah. technology that can do that shit based yep. off of a gasoline engine and gunpowder fucking yeah. guns. Well, and they it's spark. Still, yeah, it's it's it the, would like it's the time is the RPM. It's the, yeah, yeah, it's like belt. Pop, pop, like, yeah. Pop, 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 yeah, it's like yeah. a Gatlin gun, so it yeah. would spin at the. How at many the tries right. did that take? Like, oh shit! No, not quite. You don't want to be the the biplane gun calibrator. <laughs> it's yeah. Just fucking wooden propellers, dude. They just shoot a hole right through that shit. Yep. Yeah, and, that shit. Yeah. and I'm sure they never just fell out of alignment mid combat. Yeah, and you just blew your own fucking propeller. Hey man, your time yeah, is a little retarded. Yeah. Careful, yeah. try not to shoot anybody. So, um, so he gets on the last biplane, and um, he finds out that. Uh, so he trains for six months on these two other types of planes and they're like, okay, welcome to the air force. You're in the 80th. Here's your plane. And it's they a gave, one. they gave him no combat training for flight. Right. And they gave him no hours in this plane. They just said, we're good to go him and everybody. It's not like they were picking on him. Um, so, well, it's driving. It's like, here's a Honda. You're right. on a Cadillac. True. True. Yeah. For the most part. So one of his first flights, he has a th like a three stage flight where he has to land and gas up and then take off again. And um, a on British his, pilot somewhere just scoffed at my comment. It's like probably oh, yeah, Cadillac Honda flying is flying. Yeah, yeah, it is. So on the final leg of him flying, he couldn't find the airstrip. Um, it turns out he finds out later after an investigation that it's because the people on the ground at the second leg just told him the completely wrong directions. Yeah. So he was, he, he was, was where they told right him area. to be, but he wasn't in the middle of an nowhere yeah. and it was getting the dark. The middle of no man's land. It was the middle of, of territory that was contested between the Italians and the, the uh, UK. 
So he's just like in the middle of the front, in the middle of yeah. nowhere. Um, I read a documentary. It was like an, uh, like a taken straight out of his journal or something, but narrated. And he's talking about like, it's getting dark. I needed to put the plane down. Like the, the ground is covered in boulders. And he was I'm like running out of gas. Yeah. And he just fucking has to put it down. And he was like, hopefully luck will be on my side. And it's just like, it was not. No. <laughs> so he lands. Um, the undercarriage hits a boulder and fucking skips the whole thing up in the air. This yeah. fucking bi wing crashes and eats shit. His skull is fractured. His nose is smashed. He's temporarily blinded. He's able to drag himself out of the biplane before it lights on fire. Um, and uh, right, Dave, this does sound like me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had to he had to get duct tape out to put his testicle back in. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. He said he lost consciousness, but he regained it enough to feel the like whoosh of explosion and fire and flame from the fuel tanks igniting, yeah. and he was just clear of it, like yeah. passed out on the fucking ground. Blind, like, pulled himself. I'm trying out. to figure out how they rescued him. Like they were like, well, uh, is that the directions you gave him? Yeah, like. Jesus Christ. Well, they might have also go- just been nearby troops who saw a fucking explosion yeah. right at nightfall. I don't know. He check flew until it, it was, was dark in the wrong yeah. direction. Right. Though. right. Yeah, well, they, he was still on the front lines. Yeah. Though. He was still, there was still troops there. So, um, he gets rescued. He wakes up, um, in, uh, Mersa Matruth. You remember them? He's one mm-hmm. of our patrons. Um, yeah. Sounds like it. Uh, and he regains consciousness, but he still can't <laughs> see. And they take him to the Royal Navy Hospital in Alexandria, and they have to perform multiple surgeries and do all this stuff. His sight comes back. I'm guessing it's because of a head injury. I didn't really see why his head he lost was all fucking wrapped up. I'm back. not sure either. But um, when he was wrapped up for a long fucking time, yeah, I said when they pulled the yeah. bandages off, he didn't know if he was going to be able to see. Right, right. So and he said when he felt his face, it was sticky and spongy, like. He wasn't sure where I his nose burned. was at. Yeah. Shit. yeah. But he wasn't all scarred crazy. No, not at all. But like his face was like fucked up. Like right. when that crashed, right. it was really bad. So he gets back, uh, he gets brought back to health. He goes to uh, back to the 80th squadron and now they're flying Hawker hurricanes, which are decent world war two ish yeah. airplanes, which again, he gets no training in like yeah. they just fucking hand him the keys and, and throw him <laughs> after into a, a horrific wreck. The yeah. hurricanes, Gloucester yeah. gladiators. Yeah. It's just like a graduated version of my fucking kids school where they're like, it's wonderful Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hate that shit. So, uh, the, I'm trying to see here. So he goes to the Mediterranean Sea. He flies across the Mediterranean Sea in 1941 um, when he's only had seven hours of flying this particular plane and he has to fly on his own, which is exactly how many hours he had flying in that last piece of shit before he crashed it. Um, But by this stage in the campaign over Greece, the Royal Air Force only had 18 combat aircraft and it was 14 of these um, and four light bombers. So it's like he was it. Like you're one of the handful of people yeah. guarding the air. Yeah. Literally. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus Christ. April 15th, 1941, he flies his first aerial combat over the city of Chal- Chalcis. Um, he attacked six Junkers Jew 88s. 
big German bombers. Yeah, I watched a reenactment of it. I was like, yeah. damn, that's pretty crazy because they have the like Millennium Falcon rear guns and yeah, shit on the those planes. Out the bottoms. So you can't yeah. come from the back like that. There's right. fucking six of those planes were shooting at yeah. his ass yeah. and he took one out. He took one out. And he then, said he saw a piece, I can't really describe it, like the piece of the size of a car door fly off one of the planes when he, that he was shooting at and then it fucking went down. Yeah. But the rest that's scary. It's like, scary as fuck. Like there's multiple guns in that six. bomber shooting at. And they're not. Dudes. They're not little guns. <laughs> no, they're fucking. No. They're, they're fucking probably fifty caliber. You. Fucking yeah. Just yeah. bolts. Yeah. Just fucking carriage bolts. Yeah. Are yeah. Red hot and flying through the air at you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Half and inch, half inch fucking bolts. And really, like that plane at that time, that's like fucking a Volkswagen Beetle with yeah. fucking wings on it's all it. And machine together. guns yeah. bolted right. to it. Right. Yeah. And you're just like fucking yeah. flying through the yeah, fucking air. Fucking yeah. just you can hear just everything. Fucking, yeah. The wind oh, is it's yeah. not smooth. You don't have windows. Yeah, yep. it's a convertible plane. Yep. Yeah. God damn. No, no, this one actually had I a know. top, I think. I yeah. Still, though. So that was on the 15th. On the 16th, he went into another combat and shot down another one. Mm hmm. Same um, kind of plane, yeah. Same kind of plane. Another big fucking. Bomber. He figured out something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's yeah, that's the only thing right. you can you can amount that to. He figured out something, right? So on April twentieth, nineteen forty one, was the Battle of Athens, and um, and I didn't know anything about this whole leg of the war of like because it's European, the Brit, yeah, the, the yeah, British like the side, Brits yeah. attacking Greece, yeah, you know, as part of the Italian campaign, yeah, like Italy I only kind of know about once. We already had Rome, and then American bombers were launching from there. Like I never thought this about this. Sounds the fact like before someone had to take Rome. Yeah, this yeah, sounds like weird. before like U.S. was even involved. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah. So Battle of Athens. Um, he's flying along the guy who's the highest scoring British Commonwealth ace of World War II, a guy named Pat Paddle, and uh, his closest friend David Koch. Um, there's twelve of them. Five are shot down out of the 12 in, in this battle. One of them is Paddle, the hot shit, yeah. like best guy in the business. You want, like, that's got to be a morale dump. Mm. You're like, yay, Pat Paddle's on our on our side. Beer. Hour later. There oh, he goes. God damn it. Was yeah. that Paddle? Hopefully he lands in the water. He's going to be paddling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he died. Um, but observers on the ground counted 22 German aircraft got shot down. But because of the confusion, no one knew what they had shot down. And Dahl described it as, quote, an endless blur of enemy fighters whizzing toward me from every side. I know they also read that journal uh, entry and I was like, fucking shit, how scary. Because I just kept thinking like when I'm driving my bus and I'm like, that motherfucker is like shaking and you're shifting and it's fucking old ass school shit. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. some 70s shit. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking about this metal fucking can with wings in the fucking yeah. air with a loud ass engine that you're sitting right behind yep. and no, no engineering has gone to comfort or sound but deadening. No. Well, it's the, it it's is the same a fucking thing. purposeful it, machine. Yeah, of it's, death. it's the same thing that the fucking D-Day when they're jumping out of the planes and right. they're just like, there's a billion planes going and they're just watching them get shot down. Yeah. And you just yeah. happen to be there yeah. still in yeah. the air and yeah. you're jumping into that shit. Yeah. Like that is fucking terrifying. The like I, is, I can't even imagine. I would just pull my shoot low, man. Just I don't even me. know. Like I just, you, you, how, I don't know. Like you're in it. Like obviously you're in it. Right. Your adrenaline's running. You're fucking there. You're going. It's just like a fight. You know what I mean? But I mean, fuck. I don't think you pulled your shoot. I think when you jumped your it shoot. It pulled it for you up that hook. Yeah. Yeah, it does. They yeah. fucking slid them off. <clears throat> yeah. It just automatically. Man. So you're way up there just fucking yeah. floating down like Target a shot. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. 
The other thing that I thought was interesting is, and maybe the people who I've seen talk are like the best in the business or something, but I remember there was a TV show years back that was on History Channel, and it was basically pilots from different eras, and they were they would talk through this dogfight that they were in in the war, and then they would animate it. So you'd see the fight as they were talking about it, and they knew everything. Like, you know, old Shimmy was uh, 13 degrees, you know, off the port and he was, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was going uh, exactly this fast. And all of a sudden I saw three Germans come up out of the clouds at exactly this trajectory. And they must have been going this speed. And I opened fire and I hit the tail of one of them. And they account like as a pilot, like just they go into pilot speak and they know every single detail. Well, and that's that's why it's it's really hard to become a pilot. Right. But then you. But this battle. He's just like, I don't fucking know, dude. None of us know. It's because he wasn't even really a pilot. But even the other pilots who were, were like, I don't know how many I shot down. We were just getting shot at and shooting people. Jesus Christ. For hours. They shot paddle down. (laughs) Yeah. That was the only guy who would have known. Yeah. 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 Fuck. But from the ground, for them to be able to differentiate and identify the different planes is pretty impressive, too. They're sitting there they're with fucking binoculars. Pretty low. Like, well, they might have been pretty, pretty low. Yeah, they're probably yeah. pretty low. I mean, it's not like jets. Like it's, yeah, they're not I mean, 22,000 no, feet in the air. No, you're just watching just, them right they're, there. They're How wild is that? Up. You ever been to an air show? Yeah. You know, you see so that shit, but yeah. except for they're actually they're shooting, shooting at each yeah. other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So anyway, that was the Battle of Athens. Um, and he uh, ends up... Um, they the squad gets moved around and for a period of four weeks he flew combat sorties every single day um and uh shot down multiple planes like your he, life expectancy just goes fuck, down dude. Yeah, every day just goes down down, down i mean for right. most bombers and pilots and it's actually the whole point of the book uh, catch 22 there's a ceiling it's like if you've flown X combat missions, you're done. You're out. Like you made it. You made it. You served your time. That was the last mission. You know, at that point, people are starting to crack. Like at the, like that's yeah. the so it's like at a certain point. You know, I mean, he only flew f- April, May, and June, and he already got certified as an ace because of how many people Planes he shot, shot down. down. Which yeah. was only right? five. Which was only five, yeah. but still. That, that all the other guys are dead. Yeah, exactly. So, but he starts blacking out. Yeah, um, his headaches so bad. Yeah. probably from his previous injury. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they have to rotate him out of uh, combat. Um, or he says he's blacking out. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he cracked and said he's blacking out. Maybe fucking he was. Done. Fuck like, this. Fuck this. That shit, shit would be dude. scary and oh, stressful fuck, yeah. every and single fucking... day, dude. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and again, it's like it's one thing if you're like one of the if you're like a British pilot who's like going up to shoot down Nazi bombers that are going to bomb London. Like it seems like you're like it. I don't. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter how many days in a row I have to go up. I'm stopping bombers from bombing London. Yeah, yeah. These motherfuckers are just like there. fighting, up there over, fighting nothing. Just fighting yeah. over oil. Yeah, <laughs> like in the desert and fucking trying to secure Athens. Yeah, and like yeah. I mean, you're like that's not ugh, that's rough. I mean, it's it does different. matter. It matters. It does yeah. matter. It does yeah. matter, but it matters more to like. Seems like you'd be willing to go day after day after day after day if it's like direct I'm people's lives online. Yeah. yeah. What would Tom um, Cruise have done? You know what I mean? Dance. Oh, it'd couch. have been impossible. Yeah. Did, did he have Goose's dog tags to grip, get his edge back? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a tough. good question. Yeah. What would Flight of the Navigator do? Fuck it up. 
Like he fucking, that thing can morph and shit. Oh, Things yeah, badass. Yeah. You're not stopping that. I'm pretty sure that's bulletproof. It's Zer- it's even Zerky proof. Damn. So mm. people know that one. So he gets home uh, to London, and at the club, he meets Under Secretary of State for Air Major Harold Balfour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was an underage secretary with Harry Balls. <laughs> Harold Balfour. Yeah. Oh, so man, that's, that's going to Now, when I get pulled over by the cops, sir, what's your name, sir? Harold Balfour. So they get into their cups and uh, the undersecretary Balfour said, like, basically He's a golfer. Yeah, that yeah, guy's yeah. not a fucking yeah, yeah, golfer. Yeah, sure. Balfour. Yeah. But Balfour's oh, talking man. to him, realizes, well, this guy's kind of a badass. Like he volunteered to be in the Air Force when no one was volunteering to be in the Air Force. Yeah. He's already fucking shot all. He was at the fucking Battle of Athens. Yeah. He watched, old, he watched old Patrick go down. You and know? he handles yeah. himself like, well. And he handles well him well. He's very well spoken. Yeah. He's, he's, he's yeah. charismatic. Um, and he's like, I've got the perfect job for you. Um, we're going to send you to Washington. And his goal was to give speeches and talk to policymakers to try to convince the United States to join the war. Yeah. Like the U S is still just like, fuck all y'all. We're not in it. Like we're, we're not interested. So his job was, I think the U S wanted to get into the war. Some but did, they, some but they, but they, uh, the American people didn't. Right. That was a huge. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. a crazy progression, though. Like he was like, "Do I go to college? No, I'm gonna try to get to Africa." And the next thing he knows, he's giving speeches to promote the war. America to go to war. Yeah. What yeah. a weird Fuck like yeah, path. He no, his whole on. life is a weird yeah. fucking path. Everything's a happenstance. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean? Like it's it's one of those things. Like anytime we do these shows like this, where you're talking about somebody. Uh, it's a it's a happenstance thing. They're right. in the right place, the right, right. time is the right person, right. and that was going on. Yep. You know what I mean? If it was something else, it, it might have been different. Right. You know. And he said that once he got to the states, he was blown away by stuff. Like <laughs> I went from because they were Africa, they were war to over there. wartime Africa. To London during a war where everything is rationed, and now I just landed in Washington D.C. where it's fucking cocktail parties and all you yeah. can eat scrimps and fucking like right. it was just like I have oh, everything yeah. I want and need right here. Like Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like he couldn't believe, you know the the. Yeah, and I would tilly wigs and tundra dumps. Exactly. Yeah. I would even imagine that once the war started and there was U.S. rationing, a Brit coming over would have been like, "Fuck, you guys have so much stuff." Because yeah. the, like the rationing over there was so much more intense. It was worse. Yeah. Um, Biggity split it. That's yeah. My yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. good one. Um, <laughs> bigotry snippet. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. 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 It's a small so, portion um, of bigotry. A snippet of bigotry here. He says within 10 days, he hated his job. And he said that, so I, d- this made me think that he didn't want to get out of combat because he said, I'm now sitting at a desk or blabbing at people when a couple oh, of weeks ago combat. I was in the air. Well, yeah, yeah like, a lot of people have that issue that are like mm-hmm. they're adrenaline junkies. That's what people that do those fucking flying squirrel suits. You know what I mean? They're, Not even right. that. Like the, they're just out there killing people in the desert, right? And then fucking they come back and they're like, "Fucking, you gonna make dinner, honey?" And he's yeah. probably you know, also like, like fucking, his his friend. He left his best friend is still in the air, true, fighting yeah, every yeah, day. It's yeah. like those are my boys, and I'm here fucking. Yeah having a fucking gin and tonic and trying to convince someone to yeah. buy war bonds Hoity-toity. and getting the, get over here trying fight, to diggity you know? dick it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. so he, uh, ends up, uh, meeting and befriending a guy named CS Forrester. Who's another, uh, 
British, he's a British spy. And also he becomes a somewhat famous British novelist later on. He writes the unfortunately titled books um, about Horatio Hornblower. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a real thing. It's a 10, it's 10 books about naval warfare in England, like novels about this yeah. character. And he said he was um, a fan of C.F. Forster and he walked into his office one day and he said, a guy walked in and I thought he was going to ask me for a job or something. And he introduced himself and he was like, no fucking way. Right. Like, <laughs> right. C.F. Forster yeah. just walked in here. Yeah. And he said, uh, the Saturday evening post, which in world war two, that's about as big of a fucking magazine as there is. Yeah. Like Saturday evening post was it. And he said, I'm, I have to write an article. And again, he's in, the British, the British Ministry of Information. So he just got the chance to write a story for the Saturday Evening Post, which is going to be pure, like, back-end propaganda. Like, let's show how hard it is on the Brits and how easy the Americans have it and try to pull some heartstrings. And he's like, what I need you to do is can you write me up some notes um, about your time in combat so I can write a short story to put in the Saturday evening post. And he was like, yeah, no problem. I'll give you, I'll, I'll write up some stuff about the time I crashed. Right. And he's like, you know, bully. And so he writes it up and Forrester reads it and is like, I don't need to do anything. Like this is fucking brilliant. I watched an interview with that and he said that, yeah, he said, I'll write it up for you. I'll send it over later. And he wrote it and he was like, okay, I don't need to change it. This is going directly to the publisher or whatever. So here's right. my fee. Here's your fee. And here's 800 bucks. And he yeah. said he was like, that this can't be that easy. Like, so that was part of what, like, could he write? You know, and I think C.F. Forrester is the one that encourages him yeah, yeah, to yeah. actually write. Yep. And because he just handed him $800 for writing Fuck some yeah. silly story about when he crashed. Yeah. But like to him, it was nothing. Right. He's like, I wrote this up like nothing and got $800. And at the time, that's a ton of money. Right. And they changed the name and they, they, they made the title something like the title had something about being shot down, yeah. even though he wasn't shot down, yeah. but they didn't change the story. It just published. But again, that just, that was interesting to me. The whole Some yellow like, journalism is just reading between the lines that this fucking Brit, like one of the best authors in England is now in America writing backdoor propaganda to convince Americans to join the war. I was like, that's some fucking shady yeah. shit right there, dude. What's happening right now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but he does it. And then he meets um, Ian Fleming, um, who we should probably do a show about. I mean, they kind of insinuate that because he worked alongside him for a while, not just meet him, he worked alongside yes, him. They became friends. And because he was working for like intelligence and whatnot, they, they, I don't, they didn't say it, they come out and say it, but they loosely suggest that James Bond might sort of be based off of Dahl a little bit because of their association of him being in intelligence and the persona that he had because he was kind of like got a lot of chicks, bad boy. Right. Um, right. The persona of it, not that he was like James yeah. Bond, but his persona and the fact that he was an intelligence agent and that he was a war pilot ace and all the things. And I need to look back into it because I, I remember because, because Ian Fleming, even though after the war he became an author, he was like, he was part of uh, General Donovan's OSS, which was an American slash British. Like their job before the war was to travel around and identify what country is going to align with Hitler and what country isn't once a war starts. And uh, from what I read, and I would need to confirm this, like one of his tasks for MI6, Ian Fleming, was you need to write out, like based on all the successful spies that we have, 
what it what makes a good one so right. we know who to recruit and he was looking at real world intelligence agents in the field and he was like wow they're sexist they drink a lot they're kind of violent right they like he made <laughs> this profile you know they're usually upper class um and often they're orphans and like this bizarre profile emerged that was the real world. These are the best field agents we have. And then a lot of that was also part of what came out with 007, right. you know, just hmm. fucking crazy. So Ian Fleming writes 007. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We were yeah. kind of roundabout with yeah. that. Yeah. So, and so some, some parts, at least some of yeah, it was extracted from the character yeah. of him. Right. Right. Which is super cool. Yeah. Because they haven't gotten the children's books yet. This is no. crazy. Like, <laughs> no. he's a fucking, like, crazy fucking war hero, yeah. ace pilot, fucking intelligent spy, yeah. diplomat, propaganda fucking writer. Like, all this shit's I, happening. I think children's books is the evolution. Like, that's, that's, like, he's like, what haven't I done? Right. Yeah, like, exactly. He actually said that children's books are some of the most difficult to write because you have to captivate them. Yeah. Like, oh, they won't yeah. put it with bullshit. An adult yeah. will wait around right. for the yeah. for get something to, to come wait about. 20 Pay minutes off. for yeah. somebody to get to right. the yeah. point and, of right. the podcast. On children's book, they have to keep fucking kicking them with on, something. Like, keep, time, keep it yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. So he also meets Canadian spy master William Stevenson, known during the war by the code name Intrepid. And um, so he's hanging out with British spies and, and propagandists. He's hanging out with the one of the top Canadian spies um, in Washington, yeah. D.C. Intrepid. That's and, a cool name. Yeah, that is a cool name. What's, and, your, what's your spy name? Uh, my spy name? That's a good question. Yeah. I'm the three-legged man. Ooh, I like that a yeah. lot. Dave, Dave's Corolla. Corolla? <laughs> Camry. Tripod. Yeah. Tripod. You guys are all going big dick, huh? Yeah. I didn't say it was, I, I said three legged man. I didn't say big dick. Just, I live it. You guys can make believe whatever you want over there. Yeah. So, what would your nickname be? Yeah. That's it. I already got it. Tiny. Nathan, Nathan I mean, Small. Nathan Small. Brent motherfucking Van Tassel. No. Yeah. No, you need an alternate yeah, name. Yeah, you have an alternate spot. name. Yeah. Code, Can't be a your code name. name. I'm not yeah, sure. Code name. Yeah. Tiny. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Smalls. <laughs> Yeah. Tiny ass dick brand. Yeah. yeah. Pins, why does it gotta be a dick? Everything he said, what was your name? Tripod? tripod. Yeah, tripod, three-legged man, and you make it into a well, dick. Well, because I'm a spy, I'm taking a lot of yeah. photos. I would need a tripod. I see what's happening yeah. here. I'm fast. I was confused about what's very happening. fast. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I it's like fast. I run with name three something legs. in nature with three legs, it's fast. I don't think so. Well, it's a me. Like a oh, jaguar, me. a jaguar yeah. with a leg cut off. Oh, yeah. there you go. That motherfucker's still fast. Yeah. yeah. Not as fast yeah. as a four-legged three jaguar. No, 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 no but way faster vehicle. than a human. Yeah. I'm going to be the four-legged jaguar. Then. Oh, nice. Think about, think about, <laughs> think, think about Michael Phelps with three legs to yeah. swim with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I just tape them together like a big yeah. beaver tail. Yeah. <laughs> think like how many, be like a man-made. Yeah. Think how many yeah. murders Oscar Pistorius could have done if he had three fake legs. It's True. sweet. It's sweet because I can stand it's and like a, kick you in the dick. It's a kangaroo. And not even You're like a kangaroo. Yeah. 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 Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I could push off with it and drop kick you, or I can kick you with my middle foot and if you dick. do crank you can just do that because my dad was able to kick Cadillac Alante with two feet and land back on the ground yeah you, I don't I know mean, how he did that, that yeah. the hooker Cadillac Alante Cadillac Alante yeah yeah he kicked her yeah kicked that that, bitch. that's Brent's went, code name Cadillac Alante yeah. yeah that's my cousin's name yeah. Flint I had to wear a back brace for weeks yeah. so anyway um anyway he said uh his job was to get information 
to Winston Churchill about what was going on in Washington, D.C. So you're already attending these parties. You're already going to clubs. You're already that breed of person. So you're talking to senators and congressmen and, you know, business people. And you can just in a casual conversation over a game of golf, you can probably provide as much information to the prime minister. He's trying to get FDR to make friends with Winston Churchill and make him buddy up, basically. He's like, hey, he's, he's into this. He likes this. This is what he's thinking. And he's just going back and forth trying to kind of meet like mediate that even to the point that i'm trying to find uh what it was the when he writes one of his first short stories called the gremlin um he gave a copy to eleanor roosevelt he gave her a copy of gremlins not even the short gremlins, story yeah. the, the actual book gremlins that he no, wrote. i think it was yeah. a short story was it i don't think it was a book now there's a book Gremlins, I'm pretty sure, because Walt Disney like wanted to buy it and make a movie about it, and actually, the '84 Gremlins is based off of it. Hmm. I still loosely based off of it, maybe. But I, I I know on the documentary that he said maybe it wasn't a book, but he he gave that to her and she right. read it to her kids. Yeah. But either either way, the that tells you his position. Like I'm able to hand the first lady a copy of this fucking story I wrote and she's going to read it to her grandchildren. So he's definitely able to get some intelligence that he can deliver uh, back home. So that ends up uh, being his his job um, during the war. Uh, towards the end of the war, he basically his injuries keep our so 1943 still book with him. Gremlins, oh, Robert okay. Dahl. Um, he gets completely rolled out of the services because of his uh, injuries. So at that point he's in DC, he's no longer a spy. He's no longer um, in the air force. He's just a civilian in DC. And um, at this point he just starts to, to write. Um, He starts to write more stories for the Saturday evening post. He starts to write for the New Yorker. um, And uh, they start to get, as he writes more, his, what he wants to write starts to come out. He starts to write things that are more fantastical and more fantasy driven and more bizarre. Kind of um, aimed at adult readers in the beginning at first. Yeah, and they were kind of more macabre and and dark, but they were still like he did some shit where like a wife killed her husband with a leg of lamb and then fed it to the police detectives that were investigating the nice, murder, nice. like that kind of shit. Yeah. That was some real Thelma and Louise. So he wrote a story collection called "Someone Like You" in 1953, and then "Kiss Kiss" in 1959. Um, he ended up marrying uh, an actress who had won an Academy Award. Um, so not like, a again, this kind of speaks of his position. I mean, it's not like I married some actress no one's heard of. She just right. won the fucking Academy Award. It's a movie, um, movie called Hud or something. Hud, yeah. yeah. Hud. Um, not as good as Chud. No. Which was or Pud. Yeah. Or Pud. Yeah. Um, so they were married for uh, 30 years. They had five children together. Um, and that was another important point in his life because he started to, he, he loved story time with his children mm-hmm. and he would just make up stories. They would gather around and he would just tell these stories. That's where James and the giant peach came from. That's where he actually uh, read another story about a big peach growing on a tree and his kids liked it. And so then he was like, oh, I wonder if like, and he spun off of that a little right, bit. Right. And it was going to so, be a giant cherry or something. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But he yeah. said no, peaches but, were softer and mushier. Oh, yeah, and, they are. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. We know about his words. He said he could eat a peach yeah. for hours. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's said. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, he also, again, this was the point where I was like, this is like fucking Brad right here because at one point his, so 
his four months old baby carriage is struck by a cab and the baby's head swells up and the doctors are like, mm. not much we can do. Hydrocephalic. So yeah. he um, develops what is called the Wade doll till valve, the WTD valve, which um, alleviates the pressure from the skull. And he didn't actually do it, but basically, uh, so his son is having this trouble where they're, they have like a drain tube that's trying fluid. to let brain yeah, fluid come fluid. out of his brain. Um, but it would, it kept clogging and they went through like five of those tubes. And so he was like, fuck, there's gotta be a better way. Like there's gotta be something better than what we're dealing with here. And one of the guys that I think he played golf with or something, um, was an engineer. Hydraulic engineer. Yeah. He was an engineer. Yeah. So he said, Hey, look at this is what's going on. And the guy's like, yeah, we could do that. And so they grouped up together and he, with he a neurosurgeon. Yeah. He admittedly says, he's like, I, I didn't, I didn't for? do it. It wouldn't happen because if it wasn't for me, to be honest, but I didn't do it. That guy's an engineer. That guy's a neurosurgeon. Right, right. But he was involved in like, you know, making it happen and facilitating it. Right. And so the engineer makes it and then they agree that it will never be sold for a profit. Um, and it ends up helping like, I think 3,000 3, children. children. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So they make some kind of new valve that lets fucking cerebral fluid drain yeah. out of your yeah. fucking brain. That's legit. So one detail that I really liked about him is once he started writing in earnest and making his living as a writer, um, he had he wrote all of his stories on, on pads of paper with pencils, mm -hmm. never typed it. He never six, even learned how to type. Six pencils sharpened and he made the, the, the writing pad. He handmade it out of wood and covered it in pool table, pool table felt. Um, and like I watched the whole interview of him sitting Damn. in the office with the writing table, with the yellow lined paper, with the six pencils. He shows the pencil sharpener. Like the documentary is really cool. If you're into any of this, you should definitely watch that documentary because it gives you more insight because you get to see him saying it, the words from his mouth. Where did you has, see the documentary? It's on YouTube. You remember what it was called? Nah, it's got a picture of the put little, a, uh, the little the cartoon lady. Yeah. Um, and so he, he goes down to this little like shack shed thing. Yeah. His that, writing hut. That no one else is allowed in. Uh -huh. He said it had never been vacuumed except for one time a goat got in and shit in there. And so the only cleaning he had ever done was to remove the goat droppings right. um, because obviously it was goat shit. And so he had this weird little chair, like an armchair in the corner. He put a blanket over his legs and he had this wooden writing pad thing that he made that had pool table felt on it. And then he sat there and hand wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Matilda and shit with his pencils yeah. on yellow lined paper he had all a by himself. He had a giant ball um, chocolate wrappers of chocolate wrappers smashed yeah. together to make he a must giant have, ball. Yeah, he must have just ate it and yep. added it to the ball and threw yep. it aside. He had a piece of his own hip bone that he had to have removed as one of the surgeries. He holds it up. He recover. holds it up in a little vial, and he also has a piece of his spine that was removed Jesus in some Christ. creepy ass little fucking doctor vial thing that's in some fluid. So yeah, his hip, his spine, the pencils, the pad. And I know when he was when he was buried. Um, Power he wanted drill. his pad, a power drill, his pad, and uh, six of those sharpened pencils, yeah. a couple of some chocolate, I believe, and some other the stuff. Power drill thing was it, weird, though, because I didn't see weird. it referenced in the rest yeah. of the uh, documentary. Yeah. Maybe that was his escape hatch in case they buried him. Alive. Yeah. Just in case he needed to get out. A power drill I'm not dead. spade. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, then he starts to write his books. He writes James the Giant Peach in 1961, um, and uh, it's almost immediately. I mean, it's immediately a huge success. Like it's, it just blew up. It was huge. I mean, again, when you, we list these books, you'll realize only one of them was made back in the day. 
because he had such a bad experience with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory that he said no one's ever making any of my shit into movies again and nothing else got made until after he He didn't think that Gene Wilder was eccentric enough. I was like, really? Did Gene Wilder go extra eccentric to make up for that? Gene Gene, Willy Wonka. Yeah. uh, Or or, I'm sorry. um, Fucking what's his name? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp was a little eccentric. Like they they went a little. He may have done that because he read that that doll wanted that. Yeah. Um, But the problem was he he wanted the story to focus more on Charlie, less on Willy Wonka. Right. And then there was weird shit in there. And he wrote the original. It was probably just pure Hollywood. He wrote the screenplay. It got accepted and greenlit. And then they immediately bring in a rewriter who knows Hollywood Yeah, they, and yeah. they touch up the yeah. script. And so they added plot points. They changed things. He hated what they did to it. He hated how they didn't make Charlie the focus, but they made Willy Wonka the focus. Yeah, Cause let's be so, honest. Charlie was boring. Yeah. I mean, so he just got burnt by the studio. His, right. his work of art was turned into a commercial. Same thing with Dr. Movie. Seuss. Yeah. It happens to Dr. Yep. Seuss. Yep. Yeah. So at that point, and he had already written, uh, uh, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, and they were already in talks of making it into a movie using the same cast. And he was like, fuck you and fuck Man, your movie. I wonder what that would have been yeah, like. Yeah. Been, see, I want my yeah. parallel universe machine yeah, to hop into happened. a different string yeah. where they made that movie. And I can He watch. also lost a daughter at some point. I don't know if he came across that, like to like meningitis yeah, or something, yeah. complications yeah. at like age seven. And then his wife ends up having a really bad uh, stroke of some sort. Yeah. And he actually tends her back to health. Mm-hmm. And then they ended up splitting up and he got remarried. Um, he wrote the fantastic Mr. Fox, which again was recently turned into a movie. I think George Clooney yeah. or something was yeah. in it. I watched some of it. Uh, it was weird. Yeah. I don't remember. Weird. It's it. stop mation. It's uh, what's his name that did bottle rocket and oh yeah. Wes Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. It's Wes, Wes Anderson, Anderson movie. Um, and then BFG, which is, I think the most recent of them. That was he a wrote, weird one. Doesn't he, he farts all the time or something weird? I don't know. He collects the big giant dreams. takes their dreams. I don't know. I never saw it. I, I, I watched a couple seconds of it to see if I might want Vaughn to watch it. And I was like, it's kind of creepy. I remember the animation is just very, it comes across as creepy. It does. Yeah, it yeah. is kind of creepy. And I think Tim, it's one of Tim those Burton-ish. ones that's like real life, but then the giants animated. Yeah. If I remember yeah, yeah. right, I was like, yeah, I'll pass. Um, and then he wrote the witches in 1983 where the and again like the stories are fucking dark the witches in england are planning to kill all the children of right. england so this boy and his grandmother well, had they to battle were. the witches yeah they were they had to battle the witches to I save think it's probably to um you know kind of play to the hearts of the of the audience because it's a children's book but it and also I, goes back to like the brothers grimm stories they're fucking dark yeah, like, but I think that it's always like uh, adults versus kids, though. There's that's always kind of a theme on it too, where it's like them overcoming something or getting revenge yeah, yeah, for or something sure, for because sure. kids dig that, right? Remember, well, that's, that, Matilda, that was his, that was his life. Matilda is like a five year old genius child yeah. who's combating and trying to outwit the cruel headmistress yeah. of her school. Actually, like the, the, the movie Matilda is actually a good movie. I've heard it's it. It's actually yeah. a good. Like, yeah. My my kids like it. Right, right. So I celebrate so, the whole collection. Yeah. And then, uh, like we said earlier, I believe he wrote the screenplay for You Only Live Twice um, for Ian Fleming. And he wrote the screenplay, which I did not know Ian Fleming wrote a book that was Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. uh, But Mm. he did. Oh, uh, Ian Fleming wrote that? Yeah. Okay. And Roald Dahl wrote the screenplay for that. So having written the screenplay 
Based, I, my guess in the timeline is he probably wrote the screenplay for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He probably thought, this is hot shit, and wrote these other two screenplays. And then while he was writing those, got fucked by the studio and was like, I'm never writing another screenplay. I cannot like, separate Chitty Chitty Bing Bing and Bed Knobs and Broomsticks in my head. Is it the same bed lead actors? and Broomsticks. No, it's not the same lead actors. <sighs> one of them, they travel around in a in the bed, and they go car to the cartoon place of the lion. Around. They have to play soccer, it's and the same nights and shit. But one group's in a bed, the other group's in a. Is that what it is? Yeah, sisterhood. The Bing Bing. They go to cartoon yeah. land. And sisterhood of the traveling I don't pants. Remember, I haven't seen them in so ah, long. Yeah. yeah, same um, difference. So, uh, super, you know, Im- impactful guy. In 1986, he was on the list to become an officer of the Order of the British Empire, which is just Star under Wars. being a knight. Right. Like that's under being knighted. And he told the queen no because he wanted his wife to that be a lady. That sounds better. Yeah. That sounds Kinda better does, than the than officer of the Order I'm a knight. of the British Empire. Because yeah, I think yeah. once you're knighted, though, like that stays in their family. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. lineage at right, that point. Yeah. Like you become royalty of some sort. Who but cares? he said that he the turned name's cooler. He turned it down because he wanted his wife to be Lady Doll. Right. And he, he wasn't it not, was it not a progression? Like it's one or the other. If you I take think it's one, one or the other. I don't um, know. I don't know. Maybe if you take she, one, she was you like, never well, get fuck off. You get. What would she be if he was a knight? She'd be Lady Doll. Lady was a. was a knight. But the other thing, she would be nothing. Yeah. Like she would just be married to the guy who was that. Right. Mm. And then in 2012, after he was dead, um, there was a list that uh, was put together for the Diamond Jubilee of Queen Elizabeth II. Um, and it was a group of academics, journalists, and historians who came together to list, um, I think, 12 people whose actions during the reign of Elizabeth II have had a significant impact on the lives in these islands and given the age its character. So they picked 12 Brits who helped define what Britain is under the reign of Queen Elizabeth, and he was one of the That's people impressive. that they picked. But didn't make the hmm. night cut, huh? Didn't make the night didn't cut. Didn't like Sean Connery yeah. get knighted? Paul McCartney got knighted. Yeah. Fuck off. I don't know. Um, this guy's way more impressive than Paul but McCartney. This might be why he didn't get knighted is the fact that he was like a very vocal, well-known anti-Semite. <laughs> so that might have um, been what kept the the. So one of the the quotes he wrote a bunch, and he he, and even like the the article I read about this said that like two of his closest friends who were Jewish were like, you're totally misunderstanding his personality. Like, the, hmm. he says this shit about, like, everybody. everybody. And he so What about James and the Giant Jew? Right. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I yeah. don't... He didn't have a... They said he didn't have a problem with... Charlie Jewish in the gas pe- shower? Jeez. <laughs> the gas factory? <laughs> he didn't have a problem with Jewish people. He has a problem with the politics of Israel. Mm. Yeah. So that Which was makes sort, sense. That I mean, was that what makes he sense. said. Yeah. But BFJ, the quote, the quote from him is, there's a trait in the... <laughs> There's a trait in the in this this quote really I don't know about this quote. There's a trait in the Jewish character that does provoke animosity. Maybe it's a kind of lack of generosity toward non-Jews. I mean there's always a reason why anti-anything groups crop up anywhere. Even a stinker like Hitler didn't just pick them for no reason. That stinker Hitler. Yeah, that's not that's saying he doesn't. On the that, Jews. He's such that, a stinker. That killing that 2.3 million of them. He hates Jews, though. Like, I mean, that, that kind of, 
he's he's saying and i've asked the question like why do fucking people hate jews so much you know what i mean like it, it's a thing i don't know the phrasing of it is uh, like but they're kind of he doesn't hateable. say i hate jews no he doesn't it's just like a person with a punchable face I don't mean you hate him. You just want to punch him in the face. I think really the main problem is him calling Hitler a stinker. That's yeah. really. I mean, that's problem. really the takeaway yeah. in that. Yeah. Like if there was get a ever, quote back. if there's ever a person in the history of the world who you, even if you don't swear, who deserves a name a little bit stronger than stinker. Especially someone as creative as him. Yeah. He has to swear. Yeah. yeah. He has to swear. Could have called him a Ghibli Wibbits, you yeah. know, like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then no, they couldn't that, put context on it because they don't even know the definition of a no, Ghibli Wibbits. That's true. That's true. But that stinker. Did it have anything to do with Mad ha- the, uh, the What's the Mad Hatter movie that just. No, no that's Alice in the Wonderland. Yeah, they awesome. do a bunch of fucking crazy words like that. I wonder yeah, if that's influenced do. from probably, that. Probably. Probably. Yeah. And then he died in 1990 at age 74 of a very rare cancer of the blood. As Punkadink. In Oxford. And he was buried with a power drill, chocolate, snooker cues, and his uh, pad and pencils. So yeah, he, he professed his uh, his interest in snooker. That's a crazy game. Those yeah, dudes are yeah. fucking nuts. He said it's a game that doesn't matter how much you practice, you'll never be good at it unless you happen to be naturally gifted from birth. Oh, I thought snooker was that chick that ran around on the beaches of <laughs> New Jersey. Uh, well, no, not New Jersey. It's the I English. thought the same thing. Jersey Shore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snooker. The British one. Snooky. Yeah, the British Shore. British Shore. Yeah. <laughs> Snooky. All right. So that's him. Very interesting guy for sure. All right, so uh, social media winner for episode 514, uh, South Park, The Legend of Trey and Matt. It's going to be Judas falling 666. Man, that's all biblical oh, and scary. Oh, and yeah, I like it. Damn. Uh, satanic. That guy's got black angel wings. Um, he's going to win a t-shirt for he sharing. He does, tattooed on his lower back. Mm-hmm, on his lower back, yeah. yeah. his lower back. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to win a t-shirt for sharing on Twitter. He twatted something that we tweeted. So thank you for doing that. That's big. Um, Frankie Pigeon is going to reach out to you and get your t-shirt size and uh, your information about where you live. We could show up. That's the, that's the risk you take. It's a trade. It's but true. We're talking about a free t-shirt here though. It's worth the risk. Right. right. You got to go for it. You know what I mean? Cowards die a thousand times. That's right. So there you go, buddy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hero dies once. Hmm. Brad knows. Okay. Anyways. Um, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Go to podbelly.com. Check out cool podcasts like We're Not Sure Yet and Graveyard Tales. Also, if you're looking to learn how to podcast, there's a lot of good condensed information in one spot. You go to podbelly.com forward slash learn. Check that out. Um, thank you to Ellie Kateko Hot Sauce. That is our primary mm. sponsor. Um, they are available at most major grocery stores. You can get them at Target and Walmart. You can find them on the internet. You can trade all kinds of crazy gadgets and gadgets and thingamajigs that you may have. Mm-hmm. Like we've got one of our patrons has a skill of art and they're just fucking making paintings and trading for shit. It's pretty impressive how people are. I know uh Steve Foster they wanted got, to trade for a gallon jug of Caribbean, but doesn't they were, exist. They were informed. Yeah. It doesn't exist. And that, that was a, a unicorn. You yeah. can, you could eat a triple X jug and fill it back up. Yeah. I'd just get like a mayonnaise, like a one gallon. Just wash your jar. milk out real good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can't get milk, milk out. out of plastic, dude. You can't do it. It smells. It's always yeah. weird. Yeah, you're right. You can't even drink milk out of a plastic cup. Cause the fucking cups ruined after that. No, nah, there's a funk to it, dude. No, it's always weird. It's always what kind weird of porous that. cups you drink out of? I don't know, but I'm going to pee so hard when we're done. <laughs> I have to piss so bad. <laughs> my crazy, eyes, my eyes are yellow. Crazy because the uh. scope member of the month story is long. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was that?
uh, Teco. Um, go buy some. Put it in your mouth. If you see it in the wild, take a picture. Go like all of their Instagram posts. You can even go, put it in your natter box. Uh, you could put it in your natter you box. You could. Yeah. I would recommend it. So just yeah. in case you need it later, you have it. It's in yeah. your natter box where you find it. Um, go check out the YouTube channel. I have no idea what the link is right now. I'm unprepared for that, but I bet if you look on uh, on them YouTubes and look up El Yucateco, you'll find it. Um, apparently, there's cool recipes over there, so go yep. check it out. Like Forrest Wright the Third. Um, congratulations on your hot sack, sir. Um, also, thank you to Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com to uh, get printed goods, stickers, things such as that, banners, there's all kinds of stuff over there. If it's printed, they have it, and you can save some money by using code SofaKingPodcast. Um, also, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. He makes uh, some of the t-shirts on our website. Um, he makes hats and koozies and all kinds of cool shit. If he needs something made, he can make it. If you don't need anything made, you can go buy something and support him. He's got something on there you'll probably like. He's got a lot of cool stuff. Um, also, check out SKR Apparel. It's S-U-I-K-E-R apparel.com. And check out retrovague.com if you're into 80s stuff. And I think that's all I got. See how long Brad makes this pee story. Egg him uh, on. School member of the month this month, Alex Moreno. Uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King podcast. Uh, <laughs> join the conversation there. That was nice. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, post some stuff. Uh, there's some El Yucateco stories. There's some other stories, uh, school related stuff. Alex just sent a cool design, uh, a retro vague submission, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it actually looks pretty good. It's Beetlejuice. Oh, see what happens. I'll, said, I'll yeah. show you. Yeah. I'd said the Beetlejuice. Yeah, it looks Thanks, good. Alex. We already had a Beetlejuice design. Nicole yeah. did one. Oh, okay. Uh, but he made a, like a sandworm. No, it's Ooh. the mom. I want that. Oh, the shrunken head. That you got in shrunken heads. Hard to do sandworm without not being phallic. I like them. I like them when they have the shrunken heads. That is good, actually. The, that scene where they're just yeah, sitting there. they're sitting there in the chairs. That would the be good, heads. actually. Yeah. I like that. Um, and you could also have Beetlejuice like standing on something, you know, like when he's in the little train area. Alex is just good at everything. Brad and, oh, Brad and yeah. Alex can do battle, yeah. Yeah. Was it, what's, what song do they sing? Daylight, come and yep. me one go home. That's it. Hey-o. Hey-o. Gotta go P-O. <laughs> uh, social media. Come, uh, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. Oh, the banana. I was trying to figure out where the banana came. I always think of the banana, and I can't ever remember the lyric to yeah. it. Maybe if I just Great. keep drinking, it'll help. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you're at Sofa King Podcast. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot, punch. Daylight, come and me one go home. Personal Instagram, I'm at Raised with Wolves. I have uh, Sofa King Britain, Sofa King Dave. Check out El Yucateco on Sofa sauce. King Dave. Dave. <laughs> Daylight, come and me one go home. Um, Check out uh, Jimmy D's Tees. Check out uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Podbelly. And um, that's pretty much it. Spotify playlist. Uh, Self King Podcast 2020 on the uh, Spotify's. And uh, patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast. Uh, for as little as a dollar, you get them boner episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty much it. Brent's got to go pee, so don't be a retard. Get off me, get off me, get off me, get off me, huh? get off me, wait, get off me If you wasn't at the bottom in the struggle with me Then you ain't coming to the top of foreign places I be I told him, get off me, huh? get off me, what? get off me, wait, get off me If you wasn't there when I had nothing left in my jeans Then why you trying to come around?
a side hustle, look at what it got me. I'ma do these niggas like Lauren, kill them softly. Voorhees with a sword piece on your camp grounds with no warnings. If I take the time, I'ma get it right, so don't mess around with my horse speeds. Do what I want, ain't no matter the cost, not even Kenobi can force me. Try me and I stampede through your block like a megamorphin. Numb to the pain nowadays, what shit? Got me swimming in the morphine. Dumb niggas trying to get a praise, gotta call someone, get them off me. My girl loved me, said I'm hung like a stocking and on fire like a chimney. Early Christmas is knocking. On it with no hesitation. Work for me is a vacation. Since a young and I was hated, I'm used to it. Ain't nothing you can do to him. Tell them nigga to move from him. Get off me. What? Get off me. Huh? Get off me. Wait. What? Get off me. If you wasn't at the bottom in the struggle with me, then you ain't coming to the top of foreign places I be. I told him. Get off me. Huh? Get off me. What? Get off me. Wait. What? Get off me. If you wasn't there when I had nothing left in my jeans, then why you trying to come around with money splitting the seams? I told him. I'm the one with the key of this bitch. I'll be the one that comes for the gutter, they hate it, but now that they all on my dick. Hype as a bitch. I'll be going for miles, no one covers the risk. I'm the one that's keeping the tabs, and all of you niggas deciding to switch. Carry your weight. None of you niggas can fuck up my day. Give it away. I don't got time for you niggas to fill them on minimum waste. Let me convey. Look like I'm walked out lately. Told you pussy, mind your business. I don't want your conversation. Use a plate. I can see it in your face. You don't know what it takes. Rain no food up to the table. Spread the food up on your plate. Use a bummy ass nigga back. Get off. Get off. 